I'm Dick Summer, and it's time to say goodnight. This is a quiet place to rest your head, a safe place to hide a hurting heart, a gentle place to fall. We just call this place goodnight. I am sitting here in my big, comfortable, manly, black leather puppet chair in my living room, and I'm, I'm reading a newspaper. A newspaper. Do you remember reading a newspaper? <laughs> it's, it's published by AARP, the American Association of Retired People. Anyway, I guess that explains why, when I fill out an online form, it takes forever to scroll down to my birth year. And why I sometimes think 1997 was 10 years ago. I have good memories from 1997. My phone plugged into the wall in 1997. And I used the dial-up method of getting on the internet. It took a while. But I had a while to spend back then. MTV played music videos in 1997. And the songs that were their picks to click back then are now called classic hits on YouTube. <laughs> I carry paper pictures of my Lady Wonder Witch and the rest of my family in my wallet back then. There were only two genders in 1997. I was one of them, and my lady was the other. It was simple. Hard to realize that back then was now in 1997. Maybe that explains why when I sneezed yesterday, my back hurt all day. Actually, I remember way back, all the way back to when my TV had only seven channels. I grew up in Brooklyn, New York, so we had seven channels there. When you got west of Jersey, there were only three channels in most cities till you got just east of Los Angeles. Back in those days, I remember slapping the side of the TV to make the picture stop rolling. You ever do that? Baseball games were broadcast in black and white, and they had only three cameras, and the cameras didn't have zoom lenses. So you had one of three different views for the whole game. And I used to use a pencil to rewind stuck cassette audio tapes. Do you remember those? And there were blockbusters, stores that just rented videotapes. Videotapes. And the blockbuster stores all had little back rooms where they kept the tapes that you didn't want anybody to catch you renting. And of course, you had to be sure to rewind the tapes when you returned them, or there was a penalty. When we switched to DVDs, it took me a while to stop looking for a way to rewind them. 1997 was an interesting year. Clinton was president. Bill Clinton. Tony Blair was running England. It was the Hello Dolly year. Dolly the Sheep was cloned. Billy Crystal emceed the Oscars. The English patient won, but Titanic was the biggest picture of the year. And Men in Black was my favorite. Still is. Comet Hale-Bopp popped up in the sky. <laughs> and an IBM computer beat Garry Kasparov, the Russian grand chess master. I think that was the first time a computer was able to outthink a person, as far as I know, anyway. Timothy McVeigh was the first homegrown terrorist that I was aware of out in Oklahoma. 
NASA's Pathfinder landed on Mars. And Princess Diana was killed in a car accident. Her funeral was televised, and I think somewhere around 2 billion people watched around the world. 2 billion people. And if you remember all those things, too... Maybe you ought to remember what Big Louie, the head guy of the Louie Louie generation, always says. Big Louie says, if you have any moving parts left, for crying out loud, move them. Dick's details, a bunch of totally unimportant stuff for you to stuff in one ear so you can squeeze the important stuff that's clogging your brain out the other ear and you can start remembering more stuff. (laughs) It says here that farting contests were held in ancient Japan. Prizes were awarded for loudness and duration. Doesn't say anything about fragrance (laughs) or the maintenance of clean underwear. Have you ever noticed women always roll their eyes out loud when guys tell fart jokes? Why is that? I can make my lady laugh at a fart joke, but there's, I have to do a special thing. I just look her in the eye, I lean back, and I say, fart, fart, fart. <laughs> Most of the time, she'll laugh, and then she rolls her eyes. <laughs> All right, if the answer is talk, what is the question? If the answer is talk, what is the question? Don't know, do you? Of course not. I haven't told you yet. Tell you in a minute. If the answer is talk, what is the question? Americans stand an average of 10 feet apart when they talk to each other. Russians stand an average of 8 feet apart. I think that may be because it's colder in Russia, you know? Shared bodily warmth, always a good thing. Last February... 1,588 couples at the Sarnia Sports Center broke the record for the most kisses in one place at one time. I got me to thinking, if I were going to try for a kissing record with my lady wonder wench in February, it would be for the most kisses in lots of places at one time. (laughs) Because as I said, it's cold in February. This is incredible, but it's true. 72% of Americans don't know the people who live next door. That's weird. Hey, go next door, knock on the door, and say hello. Bring a chunk of chocolate with you, too. Lake Titicaca is the highest navigable lake in the world. It's also the most fun to say. Lake Titicaca. Okay. If the answer is talk... The question is, what four-letter word ending in the letter K means intercourse? Talk. Got it wrong, didn't you? Shame on you. Dex the Tales, they take your mind off your mind. A little housekeeping here. If you like these podcasts or my book, Staying Happy, Healthy, and Hot, available at Amazon.com, shameless plug, or uh, maybe you like my spoken word CDs at uh, DickSummer.com. If you do, please tell a couple of friends, will you? Because they might like them too, and you would be doing me a favor. So thank you very much. 1997 was the year that my brain went from, I probably shouldn't be doing this, to, oh hell, let's see what happens. <laughs> we had incandescent light bulbs back in 1997. And when you checked into a hotel, you got a key 
instead of a plastic card with a chip in it. My car had a clutch pedal. There were mailboxes all around. It was a very different time, and this was a very different place because it was such a different time. There's a story in my Night Connections 2 spoken word story CD about how things change. The story is called The Dinner Date. You never expected this to happen. You're beginning to feel warm and wet and weak just thinking about dinner with an old friend on Sunday. You've never been lovers. You came within moments and less than inches of it. The first time was during the summer that you both graduated from school. It was after an outdoor concert in the park. The night was warm and summer magic and private and dark. And you let him half undress you. You were both sweating and you let him hold you against his bare chest. He kissed your breasts. You'd never let anybody do that before. Then you just got scared. You suddenly went cold. And you said no and pushed him away. He was so frustrated he punched the grass and sprained his wrist. You couldn't help but laugh a little, but you were scared too. Later it seemed like the right decision. By Christmas you were both involved with other people. And about a year later, you both got married. As the years went by, you never forgot that kiss. You remembered the feeling of his lips on your breasts, the scent of his hair and the summer grass and the sweat and how young and intense his eyes were looking up into yours. It was a scene that filled your fantasies as your marriage started going downhill. During those years, you ran into each other several times and had lunch twice. Second time, the week after your divorce, in one wild, unguarded moment, you let him know that you wished that you hadn't said no all those years ago, and that if he asked again, the answer certainly would be yes. You blushed when he didn't ask. But then a week later, he showed up at your office, and he did. But the fantasy moment had passed, and you remembered that he was a married man. Yesterday he called and told you that his marriage was also on the rocks, and his wife had filed for divorce. His voice was husky and hurt, but somehow he sounded relieved on the telephone and hopeful when he asked you to have dinner on Sunday night. There'll be only one question this time. When you make love, will it be the beginning of a new love or the end of a fantasy? feeds their new love. You know, sometimes that happens. And when it does, suddenly magic lights your life. Mm-hmm. 
The story is called The Dinner Date. It's from my Night Connections 2 Spoken Word Story CD. If you like it, you can just keep this podcast. If you want a fresh copy, just go back to DickSummer.com. Check out the Night Connections 2 icon on the homepage. You know, it's true. Sometimes I really do forget. I think 1997 was 10 years ago when people actually read newspapers regularly. We don't read newspapers anymore, because mostly because they're gone. Which is one of the reasons that I think we have so many more bugs today. I mean, what are you going to use to squash a bug without a newspaper? When I take a moment to think about it, I know that 1997 was a lot more than 10 years ago. But I am still young at heart, although not so much in some other places. It takes time to learn some things about life, and, and, and you can't learn those things from books. Whoops. Sorry, can't learn those things by reading your Kindle. For me, life works one tear, one splinter, one meal, one laugh, one love at a time. That love part is especially tricky. It's like the people in the dinner date story. Deciding that you're going to love forever can get you tripped up. Forever is, is, is just way too complicated a term. But if you let your love keep feeding on your fantasies, I think you've got a shot at keeping it strong enough to last at least a very long time. Maybe forever. But that means you've got to power up your fantasies as often as you can. All You Need Is Love is a great song and it's a terrific fantasy, but it's not quite true. Love is a powerful necessity. But you also need a roof over your head, something to wear to keep you warm. Maybe a bite of chocolate couldn't hurt once in a while. Loving costs you a lot. But not loving costs you everything. And I found that most ladies find it hard to resist a guy who sings to her, even if it's a little bit off-key. You know, a guy who brings her flowers, a guy who tells her stories, a guy who always holds her hand, always. I have come to the time in my life when I am absolutely certain that two at a time refers to pills, not stairs and not lovers. And you know, I think I've had a successful life. Because looking back, most of my memories make me smile. I hope yours do too. Time to tuck you in now. I'm Dick Summer, and I hope you'll come back soon for a gentle place to fall. Quiet place to rest your head. Safe place to hide a hurting heart. Nice and easy now. Couple of deep breaths. Come on. There you go. Just one more. That's better. All the way to sleep. All the way to sleep. Good night.